Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Absolute demolition from the English batsman there. It actually started okay for the Australians with obviously, you know, Pat Cummins getting out, but then you know, Hazelwood and, and Stark able to get an extra 20 or so runs there. Worked out well to begin, but then it was just all England from there. And a massive, massive congratulations to Crawley on that incredible innings. There was a little bit of luck in there, a few inside edges, back past the stumps and back past Alex Carey there. And I suppose it was eventually how he got out, but at 189, so... Yeah, incredible from him. Just start with the the wind biz. It's got the draw at 49% there, and the weather forecast is not great at all. So it looks like rain for each of the next uh, three days that that we need for this test match. And the first two here have had a a fair bit of sun, which has been nice for viewing, Um, Yeah, especially if you're an England fan, with that four down for 384. Uh, So let's get into that innings there from, from Crawley at 189. Three sixes, 21 fours. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of boundaries in there, around half of his of his runs. But, uh, yeah, I think the control, for the most part, was was big for him. And, and he really started going, for the most part, over the top later in his innings. There was some, you know, from about 60, 70 onwards, there was a bunch of those, you know, on the up cover drives that he plays, which he does whack a lot of the time. But a lot of them do fly close to the gully over the slips. Um, you know, if you have a couple of guys back down there on the fence, you, you probably get a catch there. But, it's very hard to to you know, to put two guys down there. They had one down there for a fi- for a fair bit of that fly slip or something like that. But um, yeah, just yeah, it's very hard for it to, when it's flying like that to go straight to the man. But uh, yeah, Zach, just uh, just great. Yeah, people are talking about Aussie should have done a lot better on day one. This this pitch here on day two much improved and it looked nice to bat. Facing the spin, obviously it's Travis Head, but that that looked. Child's play looked very, very easy on this wicket, um, especially to guys that were in as well, in, in Moen Ali, in, in Crawley there, and then Joe Root that little bit later. But they were able to bat for long periods of time, and that's been the big thing that's been missing from, yeah, really them. You know, the English there, they, there's been Duckett that's got a couple of big scores there. But for the most part, most of their batsmen have got out between 30 and 60 there. And you see Joe Root with 84. You know, Moen Ali did his job as 54 there, and then Crawley getting a big 100 and that's what takes a game away from a team. One big partnership, two big partnerships there, just to get, as I said, get the team away from it. 130 uh, for two was when they lost Ali, and then 336 was when they lost Crawley, which is absolutely incredible. And and the speed at which they were scoring as well. You know, the lowest here, um, if we take out Marnus's one over, was Josh Hazelwood for, for 4.13 and Cam Green at four. 
And the other guys were, were getting pumped. He had Head at eight and over, Cummins at 5.81 at 16 overs, and then Stark just under five. So they were never able to settle and get into their work. And, and that's what... Uh, yeah, that's what really stunts this and, and why it gets blown out so much is, is because of that that speed of scoring and, and obviously Crawley going it above a runner ball just uh, yeah, anchors this innings. And then Joe Root, we'll still get to that wicket in a sec, but that was an absolute shocker and you know, might give us a chance. But obviously the worry for England is that the, there's going to be plenty of rain about and the Aussies are going to want, they're really going to want to draw from this, to be honest with you. They're, I think their chances of winning this test match are completely gone. I have them. I have them personally at zero percent uh, to be able to win this test match, and and draw is going to be their only real savior there. But when you look at this, England have already got their lead at the end of day two. You know the way that most test matches go is they there's not a they're not in a position like this. If it's a three hundred seventeen, you know it, at this point in the at seventy two overs, it would be about two fifty. You know, it might be three or four down for two fifty, um, and you're still sixty behind, and then you've got to try and build that lead. You know get towards halfway through day three, end of day three, and, and you're kind of only just getting like 100 or 150 ahead. And that's like, oh, wow, it probably is a good chance of being a draw if the pitch is nice to bat on. But with a pitch, uh, with a pitch like this, if you're scoring this quickly, you can you can set totals and, and, and send teams into bat under a bit of pressure to try and win the test match. And that's where the baseball style for England has been you know, really great to watch because no matter what is happening in this test match, no matter, no matter what the pitch is doing, if it is easy to bat or whatever it is, they're giving themselves a chance to win, and that's what that's obviously what we love about Test cricket is is nice close uh, games where yeah you know, we, we watch a lot of a lot of matches in Australia, especially over the summer, and and if it is a pitch that is very much dead, there's nothing in it, um, you know, not much bounce for the bowlers, you know, that's something that even if even if it's fairly flat, nice to bat, if there's some nice good if there's some nice bounce there that you can get nicks because if it does kick a little bit more, you get that you get that higher part in the bat. You know, if the bat's slightly angled, you're going to get that that higher part of the bat there, and you can get nicks and and you can get some catches from some extra bounce and some stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so really commend England on what they've been able to do in this Test match, and and obviously last one as well to win that, being down two zero and to come back and, and put themselves in the best position to win this uh, was incredible, incredible work. They batted much better than Australia, and that's why they're in this position. Yes, the pitch got a little bit easier. But uh, the Aussies bowled okay. I just think England, um, you know, batted with much more concentration and, and were able to play more expansive shots than what the Aussies were. They looked very free in their scoring. And we know Moen Ali has come into this, um, you know, this test arena since retiring and, and just doesn't have any pressure on himself. He's been asked to do a job. He's just coming out and doing his best. And that's what he did. Batting at three, get 54 in this, in this match. Just gave Joe Root, Crawley, an easy platform to not worry about, you know, wickets at either end or the pressure being on. He just allowed um, you know Crawley to really settle into his work and, and just played a perfect fifty four of eighty two there uh, before a great catch from Usman you know that was a good one there so Starkey got ducked early it just seems to be that you know similar type of ball that he's getting him uh, that they are getting him, him at all times but uh, yeah a, a good one you can't really fault duck it too much you know face five balls at the time to nick one like that yeah that's, that's how it goes but yeah the two wickets of Green um, on Crawley and then Joe Roots. Uh, of Hazelwood there, both stayed really low. Hazelwood one was ridiculous to root, and you'd be absolutely spewing it to, to get out at 84 um, off 95, absolutely taking the piss. Did not look like getting out at all to get a one that actually pretty much rolled and only stayed a little bit off the ground, which stopped it from being an overall. But yeah, very upsetting because he would have been about 110 or so uh, at least overnight. Um, and another test hundred to his, you know, to his bow, which would have been amazing for him. But uh, yeah, that partnership was was awesome. You really just can't fault 
Joe at the moment. Like you're looking at Smithy and Minuson and they don't look completely comfortable. Whereas when Joe's in there, apart from that ball that, that Pat's been getting him, he just doesn't look like he's going to get out. And uh, you know, the, the quality of his stroke play is incredible. Crawley playing off on the up there, those cover drives, like Joe waits until it's a little bit fuller. Or if it's a tad shorter, he's playing that that back cut um, and, and looking delightful at that. But uh, yeah, it's crazy to watch, isn't it? These type of players like Crawley, you, you, but you think you bowl a pretty good ball. Sometimes you'll nick it, which he's shown that. And other times it's, it's, it's hitting the fence and it's, uh, it's very, very frustrating. And then once he gets in and, you know, in a test match, especially a lot of time you have a, a lot of your straight players up. You, un- you understand at the moment they, they've been having deep point, deep square leg back at least at a minimum and fine leg. Uh, but straight, as soon as you're pitching it up there to these big boys, um, it's going over your head. And he was able to to really, really exploit the uh, the Australian fielding placements and just say he didn't know where to bowl. Uh, and that's and that's what you want in a in a guy that can score big runs, um, is, is someone that can really dominate attack and just not throw their wicket away. And even his wicket, I don't believe he was throwing it away. It was there. It was short to to play, and it just didn't get up. Um, and then he tried to to change his his stroke play to to match it, it not getting up as much, but. Uh, yeah, I suppose not too much else to say. Just They just really took it to the Australians. They, they batted better. They batted with more concentration. And they're able to get in a really positive you know, positive lead. What was strange here is that you know, Harry Brook comes out uh, along with Stokes and they score fairly slowly. Like Harry, 14 or 41. Just means that the Aussies bowled fairly well there at the end um, to keep him from from really dominating here. But I suppose you know coming in to this next day at four down for 384 gives them an awesome platform to start really well in this first session and kind of take the game away from Australia. Like I said, I feel like they have zero chance of winning and you know, give them uh, every chance they can um, to, you know, to get a result in this test match. So if they can get to a sort of you know 200 or so lead in this first test match, you know, if these guys uh, in this first innings, I should say, uh, both of these two guys putting on a bit of a partnership, they've got Wokes and um, you know, Besto and these guys down, you know, coming in in the next few that could uh, really accelerate that. You only need 130, 150 kind of more to to put Australia under the pump, and then you know, see what they can come out and do in you know maybe trying conditions that you know, if it's overcast or whatever it is uh, tomorrow in the next few days. Um, hopefully there is plenty more play, and um, we can see how the Australians kind of come back from this absolute demolition do- demolition job on day two. There's not been one day that's been like this in the four test matches and uh it, unfortunately it's gone to england this time and uh yeah really 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 for for a fan of, of cricket you want this to to be two all um coming into the fifth you don't want it to be uh, well you want this you want this test match to play out basically and you don't want it to go or oh, two one and then they're, they're playing for a draw in the, in the last one especially with how dominant they were here so we'll see how it goes um hope you enjoyed this one guys and hope you enjoyed day two if you're an england fan Well done. If you're an Aussie fan, that was tough viewing. But uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Enjoy day three.